Hi everyone, my name is Derek Covington-Smith and I'm going to be your host for Spotlight On. Spotlight On is an interview podcast where we talk to different artists working and living in Mississippi. When I moved back to Mississippi, I opened up my studio, the Little Yellow Building, and began teaching. And once the coronavirus hit and really settled in, it became quite lonely. As artists, we're always used to having a lonely studio practice and being one-on-one with ourselves, but when you take out the option of having that community, it becomes really hard, and that's where Spotlight On was born. I started reaching out to artists all over Mississippi and interviewing and learning more about their lives. I'd like to invite you to come along and join me as we talk to everyone and anyone who wants to share their art and their life with us. So... I hope you tune in, I hope you subscribe, and join us for Spotlight On. Welcome back everybody to Spotlight On. Today we have Katie Rogers with us, and she's another Mississippi artist who, um, she makes really, really interesting, bold, illustrational graphic stickers. Um, she has painting work that she sees that I do. I mean, that um, she does, she, she's really just presenting herself and, and making herself known and out there in the, in the Mississippi market. Um, so I want to take time and, and welcome Katie here to, with us today. Um, Katie, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you grew up and where you're from? Um, I grew up in the South Jackson slash Byram area and went to Terry High School, um, my mom was an art teacher and so literally just from day one she instilled art lessons nonstop and taught me about all the local artists um we would go out and do like painting we would go to minel gardens down in um west jackson and do different stuff there we would go to the zoo we would do all this different stuff um so i did art classes all throughout elementary middle high school Um, At some point in high school, I was like, I would really love to make a living as an artist, but I'm probably not that great at it. So instead, I was like, I'm going to be a writer. Um, And so I went to Mississippi State and got a English degree and graduated and um, haven't written a thing since because I got just super burned out on writing and reading and everything like that. Um, so I just kind of floundered around for a while after that and worked job to job and got married and, um, this whole time was still drawing and painting and doing photography and all this different stuff that was just kind of like a hobby, just something I would do on weekends or after work and everything like that. Um, and then I was working at an insurance company in a cubicle selling life insurance. And I realized that just drawing doodles on post-it notes was like the best thing about my day. And so um, my husband was like, just, just quit your job and go back to school and get like a degree that you will enjoy. And so um, I was like, all right, fine. Um, so quit my job, went back to school, Bellhaven, found out I was actually pregnant. <laughs> so my first, uh, I did my first semester at Bellhaven in the graphic design degree or department, um, very pregnant, took a semester off, had a baby, went back to school and finished, um, and then graduated with this design degree, um, couldn't get a job anywhere. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, I'll figure out what I can do and then I'll 
make my art on the side and see what happens. Um, I got a job at anthropology, which sounds weird, but I was helping with displays. So it was very artistic, um, hands-on, so amazing, so much fun. Just got to go and like play with paint and dirt and just all sorts of stuff every day. Um, I taught myself how to do linoleum block prints. And so the first one I ever did was a Mississippi print of um, the Faulkner quote, um, to understand the world, you have to understand Mississippi. And um, that quote kind of, I guess, became like my little motto for the next however long. Um, finally got a job at a marketing agency as their um, graphic designer. And um, during my downtime, I would play around with different styles of design. Um, and so one that really stood out to me was this concept of flat design, where it's lots of bold colors, but bold black lines, and you can do um, landscapes and scenes and things like that. And um, I was like, well, that'd be kind of cool if I pulled in this flat design aspect with um, an iconography aspect of Mississippi and like kind of combined them and played around with them and focused on these Mississippi icons, but that were displayed in this style. So like obviously cotton, Magnolia, Windsor, and it, it literally, it just snowballed from there. So that's kind of how that'll happen. It's what we all hope for is that snowball effect. We yeah. do something and it sparks with somebody else and get something going. And, yeah. Oh yeah. And so what are you rolling that into now? Um, well, right now it's kind of, everything's kind of stalled. It kind of really, it, 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 I was having such great momentum and then it just kind of was like coronavirus, you know, you thought you had plans, JK, not anymore. Um, so it's kind of, yeah. Um, so I've been home for like five months working from home. So I'm actually still working full time and I was having to homeschool for a while. And in um, my downtime from that, I've actually, I'm one of those people where if I see something like on Instagram or something like that, that someone creates and does, and I'm like, I want to see if I could do that. And so then I'll try to do it. And so this has been a lot of um, me seeing things and like trying them. Like right now I'm really into embroidery. So I've been making a lot of Mississippi embroideries. Um, and it's I just saw a, that the little, um, the, the smaller ones, and yeah. right, aren't they? They're small. Um, then yeah. you, they're kind of tie dyed looking. Yes, I'm really into tie dyed Mississippi embroideries. I don't know what that's about, but uh, it's it's fun and relaxing, and it takes like an hour, and it's just something. I, I I'm on the computer all day, so I really like getting stuff where I can do my hands. I need hand work to get away from computer work, so. Um, that's kind of, I don't know. It's, I, it's like, it's been a mental just stall for a few months of nothing new coming out at all, really. Cause it's just, I don't know. Corona it's the same information every day. You know, yeah. That's kind of what I'm, I, I've stuck with too, is we got, we all, everybody got stalled. I mean, it just oh, shut yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, that's how this interview thing happened because without classes going on and I'm sitting here swiddling my thumbs and I'm painting and I'm like, well, I want to talk to other people. So, yeah. so this is how that happened. But um, I'm, I'm curious 
as to um, now I've seen you on Instagram traveling around with your stickers and, mm -hmm. and popping them up at other places. By any chance, do you ever hide them around for people um, to find? I actually do. I have a couple. I have, when I got a bunch printed last year, the printer messed up on something. And so they gave me just a batch of a ton of them for free. And they're the Jackson Capitol buildings. And so I usually have some spares of those just kind of on me. And I'll go around and I'll just stick them on stuff. Um, and I, I stuck one like in Lemuria. And then I stuck one in like a coffee shop. And when I go back sometimes, I'm like, I wonder if it's still there. And they're never there. <laughs> and so, um, but, I, and then I'm also like, well, it has my Instagram handle. So I don't want to like get in trouble for like defacing property really. But um, I do stick them on just random things sometimes. So it's, it's just kind of fun. I've always been obsessed with stickers. Like when I was little, I had one of those sticker books where you would collect them. And so now it's like, I literally have, kids coming up to me that collect my stickers and it's like one of those moments where it's just like excuse me I need to go cry for a second because that's beautiful it's all like, come full circle yes <laughs> it comes full circle and it's crazy and like my son is like I want one of your stickers on my whatever and I'm like all right oh yeah that's special yeah <laughs> when family's like I want one of those that's special because family's like yeah he does that stuff or she does that stuff all the time yeah but. Well, I mean, yeah, my, my son is just like, I want one of these and one of these and one of these. And I'm like, okay, but you get, you're not paying for them, guy. Come on now. But no, nah, he sticks them on everything too, so. Well, um, I'm not quite familiar with the process of making a sticker. Would you mind, like, talking about that a little bit? Um, what I do is um, I do the entire thing in Illustrator, um, just completely lay out. And I actually don't... Like I said, I have them printed elsewhere just because I do not have the capability to do that myself. Um, but I use a super local small town um, print shop that's up the street. So it's like 100% local. Um, and they do amazing, amazing quality on these things. Um, and so basically, yeah, you just, I do it in um, Illustrator and they're really great. Like they literally take the Illustrator file and do it from there. Like I don't have to do anything to it. I just hand them this file and they run with it. So um, it's really not that fascinating of a process. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, when I'm coming up with them sometimes, because people will suggest stickers that I haven't thought of, like um, a catfish. Somebody's like, oh, you should do a catfish. And I was like, I should do a catfish. <laughs> and then someone else will be like, you should do a crawfish. And I was like, I'll try a crawfish. And I try it and it looks like a lobster. So there's also like this hit or miss quality of it. Like try something, see if it works, if it doesn't move on or come back to it later and try it a different way. Um, like the, um, the one I did with the blue, the crossroads blues, um, that one literally just sat in my document pile for about a year just because I started it and I didn't know where to go with it. And so I just had to leave it alone and then come back to it later and actually kind of figure out what I was doing. But, and then others take like five minutes. So it's just all over the place. There's um, um, one sticker that I had seen in a previous interview. You had been um, asked about it briefly. Uh, but tell us about the pineapple sticker. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I live in Madison. Um, if you're not from Madison or the Jackson area, there's this super inappropriate superstition 
like idea that if you have a pineapple in front of your house, you and your spouse are down for fun. Um, yeah. So everyone, all of my friends that live in Madison were like, you should do a Madison one. And I was like, all right, fine. And so I did it. No intention to ever get it printed because I was like, this is highly inappropriate and no one under outside of Madison would get it. But then my very best friend um, saw it and she was like, I want a pineapple sticker. And I was like, you don't even live in Madison. Like, I don't <laughs> like, no, she goes, no. She um, was going through um, IVF in vitro and a pineapple is a symbol of IVF. And it's like, they surround themselves with pineapples and it's supposed to help your fertility and supposed to help your IVF work and all this stuff. And she was like, I really just want a pineapple because I'm going through this process. And it's just this nice symbol of me struggling through this process. And um, I was like, well, now you've just ruined the fun of the pineapple sticker, but okay, sure. At least I have this other story to tell people about it because the other story is really inappropriate. Um, so well, when I asked, all I knew about was the IVF part of the story. I didn't know about the beginning. Yeah, no one, so no happy. one, no one outside of like the Jackson, North Jackson area really knows the other meaning behind it, but. Like I said, it was never supposed to be printed initially until she was like specifically was like, can I get one? And I was like, all right, I'll print them for you. And I now give them out and sell them to a lot of people in Madison. So it happens. Do you ever get requests? I mean, you, you get suggestions like the catfish and the crawfish, but do you get like specific requests? I do. Um, I I usually try to make sure they're going to be like a larger request just so it make, makes it worth it. Um, but I did I um, did some for the two museums, the um, History Museum and the Civil Rights Museum last year. The um, History Museum, I did the Old Capitol building for them. And so the Old Capitol building, Old Capitol Museum sells them in their gift shop. And then for the Civil Rights, I did their really, really amazing light installation that they have in the, um, I guess, the atrium area. Um, so I did a sticker that had the the light installation that would be, like, specifically for that museum. Um, because outside of that museum, it's like, <laughs> nobody gets it. But it was, it was still really, really cool to just have them want a specific design just for them so and when um when it's not COVID time are you still working full-time or are you yes. half and half or how no, do you handle I, art life um I yeah I'm a full-time graphic designer for a um in-house graphic designer for a church here in Madison um so I've been there for about a year pretty much just working full-time um and then in like my downtime if I have an idea I'll make something um and then back before COVID there were markets I love love doing markets and so I would do those um nights weekends sometimes um yeah it just it was definitely one of those things where it's like full-time kids squeeze in what you can where you can here and there so it's I will say if nothing else the the COVID has definitely given me more time to not have to squeeze stuff in it's more like you have all this spare time what are you going to do with it and I'm like I'm going to probably sit on the couch and watch Netflix with it because I don't know what else to do right now so 
Now, I'm not very familiar with Jackson's art scene. What's it like up there? I'm not um, that far away, but I just haven't gone up there to really explore. I mean, I've only been, uh, these, the stickers and stuff only took off probably last summer. So it's only been like a year and I'm very uncool. So I don't really know how the art scene is. I know of um, a few people here and there that are kind of a part of it. And I do not feel cool enough to hang out with them whatsoever. Um, but since I live, a lot of this stuff happens in, you know, Bellhaven, Bondurin, um, all those areas. And I live in Madison and I have two small kids. It's kind of like, I would love to come to your art party, but I have a soccer game tonight. So I can't. Um, it, yeah, it's, I would probably just die if I was actually invited to like one of the art scene parties or anything like that. I don't even know if there are parties. See, I don't, I don't even know. But um, I do know that like, there's, there's so many really, really talented artists that are in the Jackson area that um, on Instagram, we, a bunch of us, um, like the ladies of the art scene kind of joined together and made a little group where we would just, chat about what was going on or you know inviting new people to the area and all the different skill levels and different um people that had you know painters designers sculptures like just the different mediums of art that were kind of represented um that really we got to shine when we had you know art markets and galleries and things like that so it's been so long since I've been around or seen or heard from any of them that it's like does anyone still exist out there other than like two people that have masks on so it's going to be neat at the end of this to to watch everything re-establish itself because I mean we've been talking about a lot with our local art guild we've moved almost everything online Mm -hmm. um, and after all of this, it's all still going to be online. You know, we'll, we'll reintegrate our physical presence and it's, it's almost swapping it where we used to touch here and there with internet, but now we're really like, this is what's moving forward and the rest of it's going to be how we, we communicate later. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. One of my, like probably the best thing, this sounds terrible. The best thing that I've seen come out of this is people having to pivot like you have your game plan you have your business model you have your idea and all of a sudden that is blown out of the water so you have to pivot to something completely new and it's creating and generating like these whole new methods of expressions and all these like all these artists and ladies that I'm friends with on we've met maybe once ever, but we chat on Instagram all the time. They are having to come out with new products and new innovations and new things to stay kind of relevant, stay in the game. But it's been really interesting to see how it's, um, how it's like, you know, the hurricane can change the path of a river. It's like the river was this way. And now it's like all these other ways. And so it's been super fascinating for me just to kind of see what everyone's capable of coming up with. Um, I wish I was capable of coming up with more, but I'm really just not right at this moment in time. I'm pretty just like, I'm just going to sit on the side and watch everyone else be creative and do their thing. Cause I'm stumped, but it's, um, yeah, it's, that's honestly, I think the best thing that's come out of it for a lot of people is just how creative can you get when it comes to how you get your 
step across? Like, how do you get out there? How do you stay relevant? So, those who are hungry will find a way. That's, yes. that's been told over and over and over. I mean, and then um, looking back in history, it's things like this that happen that, that move progression forward. Mm-hmm. You know, we, when we have to come back together and we have to recreate, um, that's when really, really beautiful, amazing things happen and, and entire civilizations of um, stronger educational systems and, and stronger art systems and more communication we develop out of stuff like this. So hopefully... You know, with all all things, you know, going forward, we'll be able to to bounce back really well. And and I'm hoping that at the end of this, art is also going to be um, held in even higher esteem because we as artists are keeping a lot of people entertained right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're putting up imagery and stuff every single day. So I'm hoping that all comes back around to us. I know. it's I, That was part of the thing I struggled with for a long time in this was... I was like, who cares? Like, who cares if I design a new sticker? Like, there's so much going on right now. Like, does anybody care? (laughs) So, and then I was finally just like, I don't, I guess if nobody cares, then what does it matter? I'll just put it out there anyways. And it'll just do its thing. And then I'll just carry on because it's what else, you know, what else can you do? It's not like I'm capable of saving lives or anything. I just make right design so I'll do what I do and maybe somebody will see it and they'll like it and it'll make them smile or happy and then they'll move on yeah well with everything that you um you combine in your daily life you know you've got your kids and your work and your art and everything um what's your studio time like how do you spend it how do you spend your time in your studio um well, I currently share my studio space with my husband, who's also working from home full time. And so he basically takes over it for about eight hours a day on conference calls. So my studio consists of um, a recliner that's in the living room. <laughs> and it's just me and my laptop on our on the little recliner. And then every so often, if I just have like something, I'm like, I need to get in my area and I need to work on something, I- I'll kick him out. Or I'll lock the door when children are home and I'll be like, you, you got to give me 30 minutes. You got to give me some time just to like be in here. Like it's, I, I don't work very well with people around me. And so when it's, I, I literally have to lock myself somewhere away from tiny people and conference calls. So it's, concentration. Yeah. Or just, just, you know, silence with nothing going on and people not looking over what are you doing what's happening what do you what do you do I want to do it can I do it too um so yeah my studio is non-existent I guess you could say right now because it's literally just me and my computer wherever there's empty space so maybe one day it'll be it's the nice thing of working off of your computer is yeah. so mobile yeah I know I'm like I, my, like during the summer, I would literally just take my computer and we would go to the neighborhood pool. So it would like entertain children and I could just be left alone to work on whatever I wanted to for like an hour or two. So it, it really is nice just to be mobile and be able to get away from people. Um, because if I did like large scale paintings or anything like that, then I would, I would be in so much trouble because there's just no way to do that right now in my life. <laughs> 
So. Um, oh, I had a question and it just. <laughs> oh, that was it. Um, so for, for younger artists that might come across and see this, what would you suggest? Because you went through and, and you had an art in your childhood and you went through and got a degree in something that didn't make you necessarily happy and went back and got another degree in something that made you happier and coming out of that found out that not everything was what you thought it was going to be and then you made the best of that and that that's a trend for all of us it seems to be you know um, as much as we educate ourselves there's always so many curveballs we never learn about so for anyone that's going into educating themselves with art what would be your suggestions um i mean back i used to be like don't don't bother because good lord it's just you're going to end up living in a box somewhere but then um that was pre actually me going back for an actual art degree and I was able to see kind of everything that you can do with it like with a design degree I'm 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 set like I can find something to do anytime and if I can't find something to do I like I, I literally make something for me to do. That's kind of what the stickers came out of was like, I need something to do because I feel useless right now. So I'm going to make these and we'll see what happens. But even with, um, you know, non um, graphic degrees, just a basic art degree. Like I have so many friends who have taken their art degrees and turned them into things you never would have thought of. Um, like working on displays and anthropology. I'm like, that requires art degree. It requires sculpture. It requires, um, it requires so many different levels of things, but you would never really think about that. And so it's one of those things where it's like, if you want to pursue arts, um, you might not think there's options out there, but there's so many options. Like you don't have to just work at Starbucks. You can actually do large scale things for corporations and you can make, I have another friend that she um, literally helps make jewelry for like this huge jewelry company. And so it's, they, you, you can take all these aspects of your enjoyment and your degree and you can put them in all these different things. And then even if you don't really enjoy your day job, you still have the capacity to go home and make what you want to make. Like when I was, I was working in agency and I would make 400 Facebook posts for an orthodontist in the, during the day. And I was like, this is in no way enjoyable, but I could still go home and just do what I wanted to do. And it was like a nice breath of air. It's like, yes, I'm getting paid for all of this and I am using my degree, but I'm also using my degree when I just go and like throw stuff on a canvas and that's way more enjoyable and no one will ever see it. And that's fine. I don't know if that helps at all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, any anytime I do this and anytime we talk to every artist that we talk to are so different, mm -hmm. you know, we, but we all have very common threads. And that's one of the common threads is that our understanding of education and the arts changes, um, you know, from, from time to time. And we have guests who have gone through it and, and really put themselves through the, the, the higher education that come out the other end and they're, you know, everything works. And then we have that go halfway through and realize that this is not working at all. 
Um, so any information, everybody's experiences, it helps so much. It helps somebody. Somebody's yeah. going to see it. And so much of art is just, um, it's just the process of like, you start a process, you get a quarter of the way, halfway through halfway, you get all the way through something, and then you realize this isn't working. I have to start back. I have to either go back halfway or I have to start all over again. And that's literally everything ever in life when you're doing art it's like you know I start at a design I get all the way finished with the design I look at it I'm like I don't want to do any of that I'm going to start completely over um it's just kind of across the board it's like you just have to work at something until you're satisfied as much as you really can be because you never really are um my son right now, my oldest one says he wants to be an artist. And part of me is like, yay. And the other part's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, what do you, oh, this is going to be a nightmare for your, your rest of your life. <laughs> like, good luck, son. <laughs> but I'm like, you want to do it? You got to put the work in and you got to do some blood, sweat and tears. And maybe you'll pull it out and maybe you'll be an accountant. That's up to you. So. So where can we find your work? Um, let's see. The two museums and the old Capitol Museum, I'll sell it. Um, the art museum in Jackson um, just ordered a new batch. So there's going to be some fresh ones there. The, um, the Beacon in Fondren, it's this amazing little art store. And what they do, and I love it so much, is they, um, they were the very first person that per- place that ever carried my stuff so I'm like 100% devoted to them um they sell a sticker for I think five or six dollars and a portion of that they take and they buy school supplies for Jackson Public School art students and so like I'm like people come up to me all the time they're like oh I have this sticker I got it from Beacon and I'm like I'm not even mad about that like I'm glad you bought it from them because that means you probably bought some kid crayons and that's awesome like please like get it from them by all means because they're putting it back into the community which is crazy important because I started in public school art classes and so there's no telling what kind of like artists are going to come out of these Jackson Public School art rooms just because Beacon bought them, you know, some colored pencils. Um, so yeah, Beacon, um, I have a Etsy store, um, Instagram. Usually people will just like message me and they're like, can I have one? And I'm like, sure. So I just do it over Instagram. Um, and then whenever there's markets <laughs> again, I'll be there at those because I just really love hanging out and talking with people and finding out why they buy the ones that they buy. That's because like you have such a fun product to have as person. Yes. Like people come up and they're like, I have this one. It's my favorite. And I'm like, why? Like, I just want to know why. Like, I'm not like quit. I'm not trying to interrogate. I'm just really curious about like, oh, do you have like a personal collection connection to like the lighthouse or do you just, did you lose a bumper in a pothole? Like what? Like, I'm just really curious about, and then that's also how people were like, oh, you should try, you know, this idea. So I've gotten a couple of ideas just from people at markets being like, oh, have you tried this? And um, I really just miss that human interaction (laughs) on like a regular basis. That was really fun. Um, How how do people find you on Etsy? On Etsy? um, 
my Etsy name is really terrible because it's super old. Um, I think it's a underscore creative underscore calamity. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I know that do you have a- your Etsy link for your Instagram? Yes, I do. Okay. I do your Instagram yeah. is Katie Rogers creative, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. With underscores. Uh, is it with underscores? No, 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 no it's all just, 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 I managed to luck out and get one word. Yeah. Um, so um, Katie Rogers creative and that mm-hmm. will link to your Etsy. Yes. Where they can find your stuff. Yeah. And then, I, I mean, also if you're on Instagram and you just, want to message me i do a lot of business that way just literally all of the business that i've ever had has come from instagram all these museums and everything has been because somebody on instagram was like hey i like it i want to carry it in a store so i've never yeah i don't have like a facebook or anything like that just because i'm i'm loyal to instagram at this point in my life it's it's a very it's it's really useful for us. Yes, um, you know, it's so it's, visual. It's visual representation, right oh, yeah. there, pop there it is. You know, and and you're seeing lots of it. Um, yeah. So if you're watching and you want to talk to an artist, you are the third or fourth interview I've had where we've all said the exact same thing. It's like if you're on Instagram and you see us, talk to us. Send them yeah. send us a message. We love to talk. We love to find out what you like and what we like and and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, I mean, and we're introverts, so then if you message us, we can talk on our own terms, and we like that. It's a lot easier that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Katie, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Um, I don't know if anything's coming up, or if there's something that, you know, we absolutely should know about Katie Rogers. What would that be? Um, not for me personally. I mean, obviously coming up, it's there's not really much happening, but anything that does happen, I put on Instagram like that's pretty much anything that's happening just for me um, is on there but there is some really good stuff I think coming out of um, the um, Jackson area in terms of like large-scale art Um, the fertile ground project that's coming out it's lots of murals and lots of encouraging of um, healthy eating in the Jackson community and different things like that. They just did like this huge scale mural project where they did a whole bunch of them around town. And they're really, really cool from a bunch of different um, local artists. And then um, there was, there's something else. And I just, it's blown my mind, but there are a lot of people that are pivoting right now that in Jackson that I think are making these um, changes in the art and yeah. <laughs> Making changes in art. Yeah, I mean, no, it, you know, it, <laughs> it makes sense. No, it, 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 uh, we're bored and yes. we need to push forward. And, yes. You know, I think Mississippi is ready for it. Mississippi is ready for a big step forward in our art movement. We've had so many good artists throughout the history of Mississippi. Um, and I think a lot of it, you know, you, good art comes from strife and going through things. And Mississippi has a lot of things to go through. And um, so we grow a lot of good artists. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. oh, no, sorry, I didn't mean to Oh, no, I, my coffee's starting to wear off. <laughs> well, this is a good time to wrap it up anyway. So I, I just, I can't tell you how much I appreciate what you do. Um, the little joy you bring every time somebody picks up a sticker. I know it is because I see how colorful and amazing they are. So I just I appreciate you putting that out in the world from a Mississippi artist and from my home state. Um, so it, it's, it, 
yeah, just thank you for being on. Yeah, being no with problem. us today. No, that's um, great. So, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, for anybody else, if you are a Mississippi artist and would like to be interviewed, um, you know, reach out to the littleyellowbuilding.com, send me a message, Derek Covington Smith at um on Instagram or the little yellow building on Instagram. Um, but stay creative and stay creating through all of these times because it's really worth it for all of us. So we'll see you next time.